Balance of Position podcast. I'm Denise. And I'm Iza. And today we're talking about the pursuit of happiness. But first, how's your day going today, Denise? It's going good. It'll be better if I get some sleep. I've had a little trouble with that that lately. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's good. It happens. We all have sleep problems sometimes. Yeah, it's okay. We get it back on track. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. I have an interview because I have to have 15 jobs. That's just how my life is right now. But I'm okay with it. So I'll be um, working, doing a little part-time gig um, because I refuse to do like Uber. Like I'm tired of driving, yeah. putting the miles on my car and just, they don't really pay a lot. I just, I just rather be in one place, like making one set of money than to be like maybe maybe maybe, i will get this like no if i work these hours you will give me this so kind of how that works but so i'm excited about that let's get into it let's do it so before i get started i just want to give a little nod to kid cuddy's pursuit of happiness Mm -hmm. and if you haven't listened to the lizzie cover of the song you are missing good music in your life Mm -hmm. so you should listen to her entire cover but if you haven't i'm sure you've probably heard it sampled on schoolboy q's hands on the wheel all right now now that i'm done being a music (laughs) nerd you know growing up i was taught that happiness is worldly and fleeting Mm -hmm. and that i should invest in joy which comes from god and cannot be taken away so easily And I always struggle to see the difference, but I think I'm starting to come around to the idea. Mm. There's this external pressure and stress in our lives trying to rob us of being happy. Happiness producing activities are sold to us from every angle. Mm -hmm. Meditation apps, career coaches, yoga, amusement parks, video games, and just so much stuff this hardcore capitalist is saying that consumerism (laughs) is a disease robbing us of our happiness it is i am yeah (laughs) because it is and in my mom's view in the general christian perspective these are all fleeting worldly obsessions now you don't need to be a christian to be down with this sentiment like i'm not over here evangelizing to you you do you boo but stay (laughs) with me here What if you could do things that release the same good feeling hormones as the activities listed above, Hmm. but have the effect last longer? What is it? Like actually increase it to the point where your baseline happiness level is incredibly high. Hmm. That sounds like a dream. I know. Well, (laughs) science says this exists. Okay. Okay. So basically there's two things. And the number one thing you can do is to practice gratitude. (sighs) Man, confirmation. If this, if that one ideology has not come back and slapped me in the face so many times. Yeah. So positivepsychology.com has cited some research on this. Mm -hmm. So in positive psychology, gratitude is the human way of acknowledging the good things of life. Okay. Psychologists have defined gratitude as a positive emotional response that we perceive on giving or receiving a benefit from someone. And that comes from Emmons and McCullough 2004. So it, you get you get the same effect if you're receiving too. Mm-hmm. I know some of us struggle to receive. I, I know that that's, that's a, big a big problem deal. with me. Yeah. yeah. So thanking others, thanking ourselves, Mother Nature, or the Almighty, gratitude in any form can enlighten the mind and make us feel happier. It has a healing effect on us. And that comes from Russell and Fosha, 2008. So end quote. So practicing gratitude releases dopamine. Mm. Dopamine is particularly known as being being the happy hormone. So it's responsible for our experience of happiness. Natural. Okay. Natural. Yeah. Yeah. The actual like natural. Ha- yes. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. The second thing that 
helps is helping others. Mm. So Tanya D. Jajal says in her Medium article, The Helper's High, The Neurobiology of Helping Others. When we help others, our brain releases oxytocin, serotonin, and dopamine. Mm. These hormones have the effect of boosting our move and counter, and they counteract the effect of cortisol, which is the stress hormone, end quote. Okay. So we know what dopamine does, but what about oxytocin and serotonin? Oxytocin is sometimes known as the love hormone Mm. because it is released when people bond socially. Mm. And serotonin is the key hormone that stabilizes our mood, our feelings of well-being and happiness. So this hormone impacts our entire body. It enables brain cells and other nervous system cells to communicate with each other. And serotonin also helps with sleeping, eating, and digestion. Okay. All right. So lots of sciencey stuff there. So again, stay with me. And I'm not trying to preach to you, but <laughs> did you know that the two main tenets of both Christianity and its predecessor, Judaism, that is, if you were to sum up God's law in just two statements instead of all of Deuteronomy plus more, is to love the Lord with your whole heart and love your neighbor as yourself. So the way that followers of Christianity and Judaism are taught to live out those rules is to worship God, which is done by showing him gratitude okay. and to help our neighbors, which is to show to them how much we love them. Okay. Right? Okay. So when this finally came together in my mind, yo, I was so shook. Like, <laughs> yo, there was something to what my mom said. So, like, look, growing up in an evangelical <clears throat> fundamentalist Christianity, which is heavily oppressive, heavily author- authoritarian, mm. heavily patriarchal, this was not the take-home message to me. No. <laughs> no, that's not what I got. It is not what it, no, it, is not what this, it was. <laughs> this quote-unquote joy comes from the Lord was such a foreign concept because there was all of this stupid man-made, and I do mean man, I'm looking at you, patriarchy, <laughs> shit getting in the way. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm perfect at this. What I'm saying is I know it to be true that when I'm feeling down or lost, helping others is what pulls me out of it. Mm. It's such a great fix that sometimes I only find myself volunteering when I need to pick me up. So yeah, I need to do better with that. Okay. Y'all got to see like Izzy's facial expression. <laughs> she was, <laughs> she was like, uh oh, okay. no, really? Okay. All right. <laughs> if you say so, cousin. So I struggle with practicing gratitude. I'm not a person that goes around flattering others. I find it so hard to compliment others. And it's not because I don't have gratitude for other people. It's just, it's hard for me to pinpoint the right words in the right moment and tell someone. And I always think of it later. Hmm. So you know who is amazing with compliments and making others feel great? Is a... Is a is amazing at this. Yes, you Isza. are. Okay, I'll trigger. I'll be trigger. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I do have my one-on-one time with God and, and telling him how thankful I am and counting my blessings to him, that always lifts me up too. So it amazes me how the instructions to combat negative feelings and possibly depression naturally were figured out and written down thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. It seems like science has gotten around to proving them as well. And that's just so cool. What about you, Isa? So for me, the pursuit of happiness is bedded in how much money I make. This has been the downfall of my manic episodes sometimes. I have championed my worth based on the money I make and not the compliments I've 
I've achieved. And this is something that I constantly work on, but it does take over me from day to day. The society will give you this pressure and it, it's like it continues to motivate us down the wrong direction. Yeah. We get one thing we're desired, we desire to hoped for, and then the cycle of getting the next goal achieved is right in line. Waiting is turn to kind of tire us out. You never really just oh god, you never just can live in the moment or bask in the moment. You know, you're like the next thing, gotta check off the next thing off the list, and and that I'm trying to get away from it, but I, I find myself giving trying to take inventory from my age, what I should have done by now, and you know what I should have accomplished. So it's kind of just always it's a tiring type of you know activity, mind activity. Yeah, and we stress ourselves out trying to accomplish the next goal in our lives, and this for me just it's not the pursuit of happiness you know we were meant to live you know no. one of the things i've noticed in the black community is that we're quick to push our children out of the door so they can start to adult but truth be told adults don't even like to do adult i mean just a nation i've wanted to run away from home way more as an adult than i ever had as a kid i'm For just real? saying like oh god <laughs> like pack, pack my shit i will see y'all later <laughs> like i don't care I think I have actually successfully ran away as an adult. I always had to come back because the children were hungry. I've thought about it a lot. There has to be a way to like achieve my goals and have happiness. And so in this article that I read um, that came out this year, back in January, by Stress.org, it's a nonprofit organization that gives you resources on how to eradicate stress. It was interesting to me to find out that only 8% of people actually achieve their goals. <laughs> That's a pretty low number. Yeah. Here I was thinking I was grinding hard. <laughs> but in this article, they do give you like four tips for success and sanity. Two things that for sure should go hand in hand. So tip one, if everything is a priority, nothing is. Do you have a list about ten, of 10 goals or more? Simple math and logic lets us know that only one thing can be achieved at a time. So buckle down on the priorities so it's not so overwhelming. Yeah, science also says that like multitasking is not a thing. It's not a thing. You're not supposed to do that. No. Yeah. Don't let them fool you. All right. One thing at a time. Please, because honestly, you can you can only do one thing at a time. All right. Tip two: Success without fulfillment doesn't doesn't work. Trying to have success minus the fulfillment can lead to burnout. And oh God, I can write a whole book on burnout. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you understand me? Because I'm always just like, the wheels are always turning. It's critical that you identify what you like about your work and try to ensure that those preferences become the requirements as you progress in your career. If fulfillment is missing, it may be time to reevaluate the outlook so that you can have, so you can like live closer to the happiness you want to create for yourself. Tip number three, you are the champion of your career. The best part about your career is that you are in more control than you think you are. Identify what you want. Work on the skills need to, needed to get it. Then ask for it from the universe and from the person that can, that can get it for you. You miss all the shots that you don't make. Tip number four, and this is a hard one. Give yourself grace. When you're a high achiever, we all strive for perfection. I know I do. And most of us aim for at least 110%. But being human, we do fall short of our goals. And we're the first one to beat ourselves up about it. I'm living in that truth 
right now as we speak, guys. Being hard on myself because the happiness that I'm trying to pursue is going to be a little bit more work than I anticipated. But I will give myself grace on moving forward on my goals. Seeing the goodness in me starting something and changing the trajectory of my family's legacy. See, that's the important part to me. And I know some of the women I know and kick it with feel the same. We got this far, ladies, and we shall continue to persevere. That article did kind of confirm for me some of the things that I'm trying to achieve. And I can't let my past losses dictate what I have to achieve. I have great promise. And so do you, Justination. Don't be afraid to step into your genius. I want to talk about how TikTok has been in the news in the last couple of months because their algorithm is constantly blocking black creators' content. Like shadow banning? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Now, we all know that TikTok is the new popular social media platform, and either you're just watching small skits or you wish you could do one of them dances. And I came and I did like five once, but then I deleted my account because I hated the fact that this app had me addicted. That's a whole nother box of worms. <laughs> but anyway, but where I am at with this is how rich it is to censor black thoughts and black art. Like for what? To see the next dance craze, the next popular song to like? I mean, like real talk. To me, this whole year, it's been like that animated movie, Wally. You know that movie, the one where they're all the people are on the spaceship and they're stuck in these chairs and they're eating and getting bigger and addicted to the screen. And it's just like, it's hard to use the internet and also trust it, man. And for sure, I've taken, you know, I've taken breaks from social media and, you know, trying to remember what was real and what's not. But it's hard the way times are now because everything is like pushing to this digital age. Especially with like Corona and uh, social All of it. Everybody's like, yeah. everything. Everything has been pushed to the, to the internet and digital. And if you don't have like a banking account or some type of way to 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 make purchases online or some type of way to get to uh the even the help that they're offering like i recently just applied for medicaid yes i did because i'm broke <laughs> i applied for it but i had to do that online there's no more filling out paperwork and then going into the office you're gonna do that online and they're gonna they're gonna you know send you back an email and if they're backed up just hell to bitsies we're moving forward to this digital age and you either get on board or they will leave you behind. So like back in June, CNN.com ran an article speaking about how TikTok is apologizing after being accused of censoring Black Lives Matter posts. Like, really? This is too much. We can't do Nathan. We can't have a voice. We can't be angry. We can't be funny. We can't create our own thing in a digital world that we're being forced to be in. We can't have shit. I'll get on my nerves and I'm over it. Come get these people, Denise. Yeah, now I feel kind of bad that I never watched Wally. <laughs> Watch it. <Yeah. laughs> what gets me about it is that in the United States, black culture drives the popular dances and the popular music. And so what? if you're censoring it, what are you doing exactly? What are you, you, you doing? You censor it when we do it, but everybody else can copy. Oh, yeah. Everybody else can There's take plenty our plenty of examples. Oh my of that. God. And, and, big, and, and TikTok was big on that. Like when I was, did my little five videos, it was a thing going around then that this, this little black girl made mm -hmm. up this dance. And then this white content creator came in and stole her dance, you know, put 
little bit more moves on it and like all the famous you know celebrities are you know doing the white girls dance and I'm just like I well once it came out they you know fixed it but why why did it happen in the first place exactly yeah. you know why is it okay to censor us why is it okay to steal our culture and I, I, I don't want to use the word appropriate because then you know people can also say that black people appropriate yeah. white girls hair and all you can't that. appropriate a dominant culture Thank y'all. you can't you can't appropriate something that you're forced to fit into to live to live to live like because yeah. i'm for sure and like i'm super nervous That's not I how have, that works right i have i have uh locked hair and i'm going on an interview tomorrow and i'm always leery about what my hair looks like when i go on an interview and if it doesn't look pleasantly appropriate i'm for sure that they're looking at me judging me by that even in austin where at least 60 percent of my managers had tattoos like visible tattoos yeah tattoos are visible big piercing and everything but i'm still leery of that because mm-hmm. you know i already got a tone down you know who i am and my personality to even be perceived employable which is a whole nother fucking soapbox and i ain't gonna get on that we'll get back on one of these days i'm sorry my little all right i'm gonna go get them folks alternative reflection Must be Christy posted on April 6th, my birthday. DQ Ranch is unbeatable to her 72 followers. A controversial statement to be sure because as a ranch connoisseur myself, I know this to be patently inaccurate. As far as chains go, Chili's has the best ranch and they make it in-house, followed by Outback who does the same. Must be Christy had one person reply to her that day saying it tasted like heavy mayonnaise. Newsflash to that person, ranch is basically 75% mayonnaise with buttermilk, dill, chives, garlic, ranch, salt, and pepper rounding out the final 25% ingredients. So duh, but whatever. Months go by. Must be Christy doesn't tweet again. Her Twitter account languishing, unused. Maybe she's found another social media platform to occupy her time. Or maybe she becomes a lurker, thumbing through the random Twitter hashtags and arguments. Who knows? What we do know is that a full five months later, Dairy Queen reaches out to her and asks for her address. They promise to send a ranch care package. She took to TikTok for an unboxing. Why TikTok? Well, maybe that's the social media platform she ditched Twitter for. And what did they send her? You can't make this shit up. A puzzle, a cross-stitching kit, and a huge paint-by-numbers canvas. Who picked this out? All we know is that the kit was a promotion between Dairy Queen and Hidden Valley Ranch. Do they have a 90-year-old great-great-grandmother putting together care packages? Seriously, this is definitely something my grandmother would send me. Wait, no. My grandmother would actually finish the crafts and then send them. Kudos to DQ for turning a tweet almost no one saw into social media visibility. That great granny was a genius. Yes, she was. Oh, Lord. (laughs) First of all, who? Somebody got fired immediately. This is horrible. That was trash. Excuse me? A crossword puzzle. A cross stitch, a cross stitching kit. You know, cross stitching is like this. It's like canvas. Yeah. But like but the weave is, and then you gotta go in and in out and out. And out. Yeah, oh, who and has time? Who, who has, has time? time? Well, who I mean, it's, it's it's in the time of Corona, <laughs> so maybe they think we're all sitting at Absolutely home twiddling our thumbs. Absolutely not. If I'm at the DQ, that means I've had no time to eat, cook dinner, and the last thing I'm doing is a cross stitching kit. 
Like who does it? The card yeah. by numbers. Like I, mean, I like agree. The, the puzzle was about like the the you know Hidden Ranch Valley. Like it was like uh, Ranch Canyon or I don't know. It, it, so she was really <laughs> she was really actually disappointed that she didn't get any ranch because they said that they were sending her a ranch care a package. ranch care package. She was like, "Where's my ranch? I like the ranch." <laughs> Like, like that is what I, I can said buy that this I like. shit at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, if I so cared to do so. Yeah, yeah. It's just like the pair of socks that your mama gets you for Christmas. Like you can't be like you needed the socks. However, we could spend this ten dollars on anything else. <laughs> like what the fuck? So worst told, present, oh. worst present I ever got from my mm-hmm. mother was on my birthday, mm-hmm. and she handed me this stupid big like gift bag, and I'm all excited yeah. because it's yeah. a stupid gift bag. You know what was in it? What? Toilet paper, cleaning supplies, uh-huh. and a toilet brush. I would have loved that gift. I love practical gifts. I really do. On my birthday beat? Like, listen, you can you give grow? me practical, huh? Were you grow? All the way grow. And you needed all of those things. Absolutely. I can go to the Kmarks. <laughs> And get it myself. How about give I mean, me as fifty dollars? As long as it's like the brand of toilet paper that I like, I absolutely been it like, wasn't. Oh, you know no. what it was? You know, you know how Costco gives you that stupid mm-hmm. big, yeah. and then they give you the individual. Yeah, she popped one of her ones. I didn't even get like the store brand brand one. She just popped open the Aww. industrial forty eight pack and just threw a couple of packages of toilet paper in there. Jackie, I will never forget that gift. I love you. Yeah, but that was the bullshit. Ha- <laughs> So I have I have a, the worst gift ever for my mom too mm-hmm. story. I was um, eighteen. I was in my first like real year of college. Mm-hmm. I say that because like I had already had more than a semester or more than a two semesters of school finished mm-hmm. college finished before I graduated high school. That Christmas I went to my aunt's house in California yeah. for Christmas and did some work for them and whatever. Spent Christmas break in California, and it was my first Christmas away from my parents and I was kind of emotional because I was essentially like home. I mean, I had my, my like campus dorm. Yeah. But like, I didn't have anywhere to go on the weekends except for that campus dorm. Right. And, and like my um, food package, I didn't think to like buy one that included the weekends. So sometimes on weekends I didn't really have food. Sometimes some of the, the girl athletes Mm. um, wouldn't be using, they had weekend food with their athlete, whatever. And so they would let me like say I was them at the cafeteria. Dope. Yeah. So that was nice. So sometimes I got to eat, but, um, Anyway, and and my my boyfriend and I had just broken up, and, like, I really had liked him. It was, like, real heartbreak. Heart. Yeah. So, like, it was just an emotional time for me. Yeah. And so Christmas morning comes, and there's actually a present for my mom. She, like, mailed it to my aunt's house. And I didn't expect it. And it was, you know, like, at first I was like, aw, right? Yeah. And I got other really great gifts. Um, like one of them, I, anyway, I won't go in. That's a tangent. Let's not go there. Um, anyway, so I had other gifts from my family there yeah. that were just so thoughtful, like yeah, so like, incredibly, like they, like they knew, you know, like, just like, things they, that, like you felt really, like you were, they knew you. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, I've seen, they knew me, whatever. And they were all practical, yeah. you know, like, like the gift that I was so excited about was a grilled cheese maker that I could use in my dorm. You know what? I would have fucked with that. I would have like, appreciated that on my birthday. And we'll you don't continue. have to just do grilled cheese in it. You can do other things. All but things. like, but you know, there are certain things that are allowed in a dorm and certain things that aren't. And like, right. it was allowed. And I just felt like it was just the sweetest, the sweetest gift. Anyway, right. 
So I open up my mom's gift, and it's this like funky periwinkle Chanel sweater. Let me tell you, <laughs> purple is my least favorite, favorite color. <laughs> I hate purple. Like, I know lots of little girls like purple and pink and stuff. I was never that Maybe. kid. My favorite no. color was green from the time I popped out of my mama's tummy. Like, <laughs> I have been a green, and purple has always been my least favorite color. And, like, it's not, it was never allowed in my room. Right. I never wore purple clothing. Like, like why? why would you get this thing? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then Chanel is like, it's yarn. Yeah, but it's like, like that fuzzy, fuzzy yarn. Yeah, and it it's lasts a little about, itchy, like, isn't can, it too? It's really soft, but like it lasts about two washes in the mm. laundry before it looks just threadbare. And I ate it too. <laughs> and also like Chanel, like like it it is puffy. Yeah. And fuzzy. I know what you're about. And so like it didn't make me look like, you know. Like, not too flattering. Yeah. No. <laughs> No. And by the way, Denise and was, was super skinny back in the day. Like, yeah, I weighed about 104 pounds. Yeah. Time, yeah. But, um, and also, like, she had, like, taken, like, like cut, like, the part of the tag that had the money part off. But I could also tell that it came from Walmart. And at the time, like, now it really wouldn't bother me. Like, I don't but, care if um, clothes from Walmart In high school, you could not wear Walmart clothes. You well, would get like, dragged, bruh. <laughs> you would get dragged. So, well, at least that was new. Mine came from like the Goodwill with other people's, you know, monograms well, on the stuff. Uh, well, the other people's monogram is not cool, but like, like <laughs> thrift thrift store clothing was cool when I was in high school and whatever. But Walmart clothing was not. And um, anyway, I just so I called her to wish her Merry Christmas, and she was like, "Hey, did you get my sweater?" And I just like, y'all, I should have just said, "Thank you for the sweater." I this love you. Happened. Have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Because as I see it, I was in like a highly emotional state. And so I just burst into tears and I was like, you don't even know me. <laughs> Full on. Worst Christmas ever. <laughs> yes. It was so bad. Aww. I know. I know. My mom and I had a lot to work out at that point in time. We've luckily we've been able to to, to get you know that. to get to that that place where yes. she knows me. That's she does. Good. That's good. Yeah, but whatever. So yeah. I don't know. I would have I would have been cool with the toilet paper, I must say. Yeah, like that toilet paper. Yeah. Didn't give me a damn <laughs> I was I was like, you couldn't even go get it that had like the 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 brand on it. You just pulled a couple of rolls out of your forty two pack of toilet paper and then through it was like she went around the house and find things that she was not using and then mm-hmm. we gonna put it in the bag. I'm not saying re gifting is wrong. I'm saying Well, like if she'd done that plus gotten you like a thoughtful gift, you know, like like you know, even if it was and small. What, what you trying to say? Is you trying to say my bathroom is like you do it too much? Yeah. This is my birthday. All right, y'all know well, what it yes. is. Now, don't, don't get, get in, in your, your feelings, feelings about what you just heard. heard. It's, it's just, just a position. position.